All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning to everyone. It is the start of a new week, a new month, and I am Hormas Fatakia here to tell you all that you need to know on the 1st of March. First up, estimates from four brokerages say that domestic sales of two-wheelers slowed in February as commodity prices rose and pent-up demand waned. Auto companies will be reporting their monthly sales figures for February starting today. Analysts expect only Escorts, Ashok Leyland and Hero Motocorp to report a rise in sales over the previous year. What will also be in focus today is the manufacturing PMI data at 10.30am. And it was this pent-up demand, coupled with festive spending and a jump in government capex that pushed the country's economy back to the growth path after two straight quarters of contraction. GDP for the third quarter rose 0.4% as compared to the year-ago period. In gross value-added or GVA terms, the economy saw a growth of 1% during the quarter. But despite the return to growth, the second advanced estimates expects FY21 GDP to contract 8% as compared to the first advanced estimate, which pegged the decline at 7.7%. What also begins today are the telecom spectrum auctions. However, they will be without the much-talked-about 5G bans. At reserve prices, the government expects to raise close to 4 lakh crore rupees if all the 7 bands, which will be put on the block, are successfully sold. The auctions, according to the Department of Telecom, will be held simultaneously across the 7 bands and Spectrum will be valid for a period of 20 years. The total dues owned by electricity distribution companies to power producers rose nearly 24% from the previous year to nearly 1.37 lakh crore rupees. Discoms in Rajasthan, Uttar Pradesh, Jammu and Kashmir, Telangana and Andhra Pradesh account for major portion of the dues owned to power generators, according to data from the payment ratification and analysis. Among private generators, DISCOMs owe the highest overdue of close to 17,000 crore rupees to Adani Power. In corporate news, Indian Oil Corporation has approved a CAPEX plan of close to 33,000 crore rupees to expand the capacity of its Panipat refinery to 25 mmTPA from the existing 15 mmTPA. The company said that the increased production of petrochemicals and value-added products will not only improve margins but also de-risk the company's conventional fuels business. It aims to commission the new project by September 2024. Jaguar Land Rover at its analyst day on Friday said that it will cut its manufacturing capacity by 25% over the next five years and write off investments in products it has decided to scrap under new CEO Thierry Bollor. JLR will take a non-cash charge of about £1 billion in the quarter ending March related to higher previous spending and projects that it won't complete. It also said that it will introduce six fully electric Land Rover variants in the next five years. It aims to have all of its Jaguar models and 60% of Land Rovers sold to be zero emission vehicles by the year 2030. Another company that held an analyst meet was Nestle India. The company said that it is looking to expand its presence in rural India, targeting presence in 1.2 lakh villages by CY24 from the current 89,000 villages. It will also have a CAPEX plan of 2600 crore rupees over the next 3 to 4 years, which will be used in phases to expand capacities of Maggi coffee and chocolate investments. The management said that the time for the Nestle has come given the category opportunity and company initiatives. 
Reliance Strategic Business Ventures, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Reliance Industries, has now acquired a majority stake in Skytran for a total consideration of $26.7 million. Reliance's stake in Skytran now stands at 54.46% on a fully diluted basis. The company earlier held 26.3% stake in Skytran. In his annual letter to shareholders, Berkshire Hathaway chairman Warren Buffett had one message among many others, and that was never bet against America. The letter also hinted at more buybacks of Berkshire's own stock even after a record purchase of $24.7 billion last year. His letter, however, fell short of touching on controversial issues like politics, the pandemic and racial equality. Oil prices have resumed their gaining streak this morning after its biggest drop in three months. West Texas Intermediate is up 1.5% after declining over 3% on Friday, which was the most since November. In fact, despite Friday's fall, January and February of this year have turned out to be the best two months on record for both Brent as well as WTI. The OPEC will meet later this week to decide on whether supplies to an already tight market should be increased this April onwards. With that, I toss it over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup of the day. Morning Neeraj, a sharp drawdown on Friday resulting in a second straight weekly loss. How are we positioned this morning? Well, Hormuz, good morning to you. The question is, can things only look up from here? Well, maybe they could, but I would not bet my house on it. If anything, maybe the large caps may dribble around a bit and stay skittish, but maybe the former broader markets might actually do well, considering that even on Friday, the small cap index just cracked under a percent. Under a percent on a day when the Nifty had such a large gash. Tells you something, doesn't it? Anyways, um, for, for starters, for cues, the Dow futures are doing okay, about 150 odd points the last time I checked, and that should help sentiment. Asia is slated to start off well. In fundamental news, the Chinese official manufacturing purchase managers index, which is the PMI for February, came in at about 50.6, which is um, above the 50 level, which is a key make or break. But however, uh, still lower and softer than January. There's also a private survey slated to come out later in the day, but uh, that's after the podcast is recorded. Uh, however, the reason why I'm elaborating so much on it is that because it has twin impacts. If that is cooling off, it has an impact on the red hot metal sector in India. And we may, we may just see a cool off uh, there a little bit. And it may just, just help sentiment around the red hot bond yields as well. Uh, across the world. So metals cool off, inflation cools off, etc., etc. It's too soon to say, but I think uh, a lot of people are talking about it and therefore it may merit to have a look at it from a metal stocks reaction perspective. Speaking of stocks and specific names, I would watch out for, um, I mean, I'll, I'll of course watch out for the Tata Motors and the Nestle's because of the analyst meet that they had and Ashok Cleland, which will react to that SPAC announcement. Imagine a company in India thinking of a SPAC uh, so it's a subsidiary being merged in a SPAC as well. But in specific stocks, I would watch out for Apollo Tricote, which will gain because of a business restructuring announcement by parent APL Apollo. Um, keep in mind, viewers, shareholders of Tricote will receive one share of APL Apollo, which is priced at 1060 for every one share in Tricote, which is priced at around 925 So 
Apollo tricord naturally should do well or APL Apollo should come off or both can happen. Uh, I don't know really. Um, but yeah, both of these will react. Um, there are some new, there are these new geophone plans launched by Reliance Geo to target 2G customers. The way they are priced, the question is whether they can lead to any subscriber churn at the lowest end for Airtel and V and particularly V. So let's see if that one reacts. Um, and I'll also watch out for the fertilizer stocks, which gained a lot on Friday as well as other PSUs. Frankly, PSUs seem to be the order of the day. Uh, well, so simply put, uh, all of that, and I will make sure that I read the story put up by our desk on the on the Warren Buffett uh, newsletter. And there is a link in that which takes you to the whole newsletter, which is really worth reading from an investing perspective. Have a great week ahead, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.